Welcome to the Lawyerist Podcast with Sam Glover and Aaron Street. Each week, Lawyerist brings you advice and interviews to help you build a more successful law practice in today's challenging and constantly changing legal market. And now, here are Sam and Aaron. Hi, I'm Sam Glover. And I'm Aaron Street, and this is episode 112 of the Lawyerist Podcast, part of the Legal Talk Network. Today we're talking with Chad Burton about how to ditch your computer and do everything from your smartphone. Hmm. Today's podcast is sponsored by FreshBooks, which is ridiculously easy to use and packed with powerful features. Try it now at freshbooks.com slash lawyerist and enter lawyerist in the how did you hear about us section. Today's podcast is sponsored by Ruby Receptionists and it's smart, charming receptionists who are perfect for small firms. Visit callruby.com slash lawyerist to get a risk-free trial with Ruby. And today's podcast is sponsored by Spotlight Branding, which wants you to know that having a new website designed for your law firm doesn't have to suck. Spotlight Branding prides itself on great communication, meeting deadlines, and getting results. Text the word website to 66866 in order to receive a free website appraisal worksheet. So today's podcast is about going without a computer and doing everything from your smartphone. And Aaron, you and I have been experimenting with similar things, but not quite so extreme as Chad and we've done it for some time. Now, I should say at the outset, both of us actually still use computers. Like, as far as I can tell, Chad's workspace at home is literally setting his iPhone on his standing desk or something. Yeah, although I did just take a picture of you two days ago with a keyboard and an iPad as though, <laughs> as though that were your office set up. Yeah. So, maybe Chad has inspired you. I Well, when I'm traveling... And I have to say that saying that Chad Burton inspires us is going to <laughs> make his ego actually explode. That's right. I love Chad. I, I, I'm happy to pat his ego a little bit. I mean, when I'm traveling, I, I find that I really just don't want to carry stuff. And, you know, even my MacBook Pro, it, it's a 13 inch. It's I think it weighs like three pounds, but it's a lot of weight to add to my backpack or my shoulder bag. And I just don't want it. So, I've been trying to reduce. And yeah, so what I did, we just got back from Tech Show, which was a lot of fun and crazy. And all I brought was my iPhone and my iPad mini. And I brought my Apple Magic Keyboard to type on with it. And I didn't do a ton of typing. But when I did, it worked great. Yeah. And so, I I think there's certainly a distinction between kind of minimizing your tech setup when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, And at Tech Show, I mostly just used my phone and paper. But Chad right now is only using a smartphone ever. And I think, I mean, as we'll get into uh, in the interview with him, I think the distinction between what he's doing and what I would be able to do is that Chad was brought up kind of at the tail end of the dictation era Um, And so, he's used to writing with his voice, which is how he uses his smartphone often to compose things. So, he'll use Siri and voice dictation to write things. And I've never been a voice dictation person. And so, like, I can't get my head around that. So, I type with my thumbs and therefore, I can do a ton of shit with my iPhone, but... I'm not going to write things with it at this point. Although I did plug my Apple Magic keyboard, not plug, I I hooked it up to my iPhone via Bluetooth. And although it's a little bit weird to be typing with a full-size keyboard on an iPhone, that keyboard is so light and thin that it works if I I needed to. I think you should be one of those people who gets (laughs) one of those like rubbery roll-up keyboards and you could just (laughs) stuff that in your pocket 
And then you could you could be iPhone only too and just squint at the screen. I mean, I don't want to use a keyboard just to use a keyboard if it sucks. Those look like they probably suck to type on. I don't know if I'm into that. All right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm more likely to get like a big, uh, you know, two inch thick mechanical keyboard that has Bluetooth and haul that around in my bag. Just have it on your lap on the bus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clacking away. <laughs> once once I get some Apple AirPod earbuds, I'll there you go. I'll see if I can write through my ear holes. No, you're right. I mean, Chad is t- Chad is a dictator. Um, potentially that his his uh, staff are going to recognize that too. But uh, I meant with this phone, and yet that does make a huge difference. It also means he he walks around um, like a crazy person all the time, talking out loud to people and to his phone and to Siri. And so I guess that if that's your thing. So I, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really curious to see how many people listen to this episode, hearing Chad's cutting edge techniques for productivity, and try to adopt an iPhone only tech package. Here's what I'll ask: like some of you who are hearing this and going, "God, wouldn't it be great if I could get by with my iPhone?" Like, do it for three days. Like, force yourself to use only your iPhone for three days, then report back. Send us an email at email at lawyerist.com and tell us how it went. Um, pick days when, you know, you're not going to be in trouble if it doesn't work, I guess. But like try it for three days and see if you can do it and let us know how it goes. So with that in mind, I can't wait to hear. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about them on a future episode if we get any feedback. But now that we've said all that, let's, uh, let's hear from Chad and hear how he does it. Hi, I'm Chad Burton. I am the CEO of Cura Legal. We primarily develop software for the legal industry, mostly bar associations, law firms, and uh, legal aid organizations. And uh, along with that, but a diminishing part of our business is doing uh, tech consulting for law firms. Okay, so that's interesting. So you and I have... Uh I knew this was coming. I knew (laughs) it. (laughs) Because, you you know, we've talked about what does Kira Legal actually do? And and, uh, initially, I was critical of you for not uh, explaining it well. And then you came up with a really good explanation the last time we had you on the podcast. And I totally get it. But now your business model is changing. So now your customer base is more sort of the legal industry organizations like bar associations instead of individual lawyers, huh? That's true. Yeah, I looked at, actually before this, I, I couldn't remember how long ago it was. It was last March, so it's almost been a year. And yeah, so we've seen a lot of evolution since then. And yeah, our we're really trying to tackle issues that are broader for the profession. You know, and while there's obviously importance in kind of individual law firms or organizations, but we're really kind of trying to go at bigger picture issues. And so that's where the the tech development, especially at the bar associations, has come in. And then I guess the most highest profile, the most high profile one recently is ABA Blueprint, which is sort of a, uh, well, you explain it. Tell me what it is. Sure. Uh, so ABA Blueprint has uh, rolled out a few months ago, and it's a standalone application that we developed for the ABA to help solo and small firm lawyers uh, find tools to run their practice in a quick and efficient manner. Uh, so that, yeah, that's been out for a few months and that's uh, been off and running and going well. Uh, the other, I guess, higher profile uh, that's out already uh, application that we developed first, and I think we talked about on the last podcast was uh, what's called Law Hub for right. the New York State Bar. If Blueprint is, and they're, they're complementary tools in the sense that, you know, ABA Blueprint is about helping lawyers get 
that don't have the tools to run their practice. Law Hub is really a a dashboard that does uh, three things. One, it's curating bar content. Uh, so if you're a member of the New York State Bar, the website itself kind of you know, barfs out everything, whether it's relevant <laughs> for you or not. Law Hub, which is true, like that's how almost all bar associations that's how the internet websites works. work. That's how the front page of that's right, exactly. the website works. <laughs> right. So we're ruining the internet. Right. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's curating. So when you sign up for Law Hub, which is free for members, it asks you about your practice areas and your, uh, your, the you know, type of firm you work in. So then the information from the bar is then curated based on that. So you only see CLE that's relevant for you. And you can go back and change that. So if you want to expand your practice and get into other areas, you can go back and, and change it. But that's one area. It's also integrating third-party technology like Clio, LawPay, Google Calendar, 365 Calendar, FastCase. And so you can accomplish basic... Like productivity dashboard. Exactly. And yeah. so you can see your payments coming in through LawPay. You can... Um, Enter time and you can do quick for Clio. You can do fast searches for fast days, quick searches for it. Um, then the third area that is going to be rolled out here soon is, uh, uh, for lack of a, a better label, like a practice management center that has a bunch of original practice management content. Um, and actually you're aware of this because we, yeah. we have a bunch of lawyers links in there. So we, uh, you were kind enough to, help us uh, put some content together there. So it's a, for those day-to-day quick questions that members have, they can go and check it out. We've, we've got some podcasts from Legal Talk Network that are relevant on the practice management front for solo and small firms. So that's a kind of a day-to-day tool that we developed for New York. And actually a couple of weeks ago, we set up a, uh, we actually acquired the, uh, the rights to the law hub from New York, we Kiro. And so we're going to continue developing. So I was wondering, so is the idea that these are, these are white label software that you can sell to other bar associations or offer them as partnerships or, and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's what we're looking at we're, cool. uh, with other bars and organizations to get, get it in their hands. Well, and I, I have to say, for anyone who anyone who's listening, whether you're from a bar association or anybody else who might be interested, I mean, you guys build beautiful software. It's, I mean, these web apps are... Thank you. They're very attractive. They're very modern. Um, they, they move well. They're fast. I mean, you, you guys are good at this. And I'm curious, where is the work being done? Where, where are you getting this development done? Uh, we have a we have our own dev team. It's not me. Yeah, um, that's for sure. yeah, that's especially based on the topic of this. What podcast, we're going to talk about is about be, how you lack the tools. That's right. I purposely am incapable of doing it. No, we have a um, uh, actually our our development team is uh, in Portland, Maine. So gotcha. um, yeah, so we have a, a full team there. And then, and who? I mean, who is responsible for? Um, managing those development projects because whoever it is is pretty good at what they do from what I can tell from the outside. Well, it depends on which part of it. At the higher level, that's me. And then the, and if she was on here with us and if it was actually about executing and getting things done, that would be Nicole. Gotcha. Nicole, who's also been on our podcast. Yes. Cool. Yes, exactly. She would take credit for being responsible for actual execution, (laughs) which is true. And so uh, now I'm going to change gears and announce that this is our very first podcast recorded with somebody who is using the new Apple AirPods 
um, which you've been talking into this whole time. So how do you like them? This is like our, our first chance to do a review of AirPods. Awesome. And hopefully they keep working because that'd be tragic <laughs> if they didn't right in the middle. But I mean, every, people want to know, are they, I, I mean, are they any good? Do you love them? Are you ever going back? Um, I love them and I won't go back. I've traveled a couple of times with them and I, I'll bring my old ones just in case something happens, but or the regular cord mm-hmm. ear pods or whatever they're called. Uh, but yeah, I've had them. I, I've had them since the first shipment came out and yeah, they're, they're great. I mean, they, they work well. The battery charges quickly. Uh, probably the thing I like about them most is because I'll, I would have this as we we're talking about today with, you know, my primary devising, my, my phone. I have these in all the time and with the, ear pod, the old ones, probably about five times a day, I would catch the cord on something and rip it out of my, you know, rip them out of my ears, rip the phone out of my hand. And, you know, cause I'd pace around what I talk on the phone and think about things. So, um, yeah, they've been, they've been good. I haven't really had any problems with them. There was a bug in the first, I think there was a little software bug in the first one that they would cut out briefly, but they seem to have fixed that recently with a uh, with an update. So, so, I'm, so I'm giving your recommendation a lot of weight because what we are going to talk about today is that currently you basically get by with a notepad and an iPhone. But before we start going into detail on that, I mean, let me just back up and tell the listeners. So ever since I've known you, um, and I think we finally met at the very first Clio cloud conference at that cool jazz hotel that they did the first one at, right? Oh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> um, and I, I think at the, at the time you had ditched your computer for the most part for an iPad mini, I think. So ever since I've known you, you've been trying to use as little technology as possible and automate as much as possible. So I'm inferring that you're really motivated to ditch your computer. Why do you hate computers so much? I, it's not that I hate <laughs> them. I... I like Macs quite a bit, um, but I like the the kind of minimal nature of not having a lot of things in general. But also when I was practicing law, and that's carried over into our, our business model, Akira, is a, is a very mobile practice. I mean, I worked on the go, um, wanted to make sure that I could you know, do the same work if I'm traveling somewhere that I could in an office. So I wanted it to be, you know, just be able to to flip and and walk out the door and not have to worry about trying to replicate work or not have access to things. And so I used to be all Mac and then the iPad came out and got the first version of that. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't there yet naturally from the standpoint of, being able to work a lot on it, but as the iPad just evolved and especially with the iPad pro that came out like a year and a half ago or so, I had the larger I mean, that one. Was basically when you ditched your laptop entirely, right? For yeah, just entirely because at the same time, I think it was iOS nine that would allow you to upload documents to a regular website that you couldn't do right. in previous versions. So that was like, that was a big part of the, that was the big turning point for me too, because then yeah. I could actually like draft blog posts. Right, exactly. You're just that you can draft an content. <laughs> right, exactly. You could draft content, and you know there was a you know and being able to the you know apps were developing quick enough that they were either better because some of the features were preferred you know for me 
than the the regular the quote unquote regular web based ones or on a computer. And just iOS fits my work style and kind of how my brain works, I think, better than Mac OS does. And that's really what started moving it. And you know, like with the iPad Pro, you effectively with the larger one where you could do split screens, you could have you know, two apps next to each other, you could have your phone. So you really had three screens in a way, no matter where you were. And so, yeah, uh, yeah, I really got into that and, and uh, ditched the computer. So maybe there's a good point to kind of back up and, and talk about what kind of work you actually do. I mean, you're not a practicing lawyer, I don't think right now, are you? Correct. I do not. So what is, so what kind of work are you doing and, and which, which pieces of it might be analogous to what a lawyer is doing day to day? Uh, I do draft uh, quite a bit of content, whether it is um, whether it's articles, blog posts. I'm not not like not like you, but I still draft you know articles and, and things. I yeah. uh, handle contracts of um, all of the deals we've closed and uh, contracts involved with different deals. I I handle those. Um, do you, do you print much stuff? No, not unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, but I mean, you obviously can print things and sign them and scan them and using a phone or an iPad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, but yeah, I don't, the only time, if I have to print something, it's only because it has to be printed. Uh, otherwise, it stays digital. So you're racing against the clock to wrap up three client projects, prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to modern life as a small firm lawyer. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments with just a couple of clicks, and get paid up to four days faster. See when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing games. FreshBook is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to our listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com lawyerist and enter lawyerist in the how did you hear about us section. This podcast is supported by Ruby Receptionists. As a matter of fact, Ruby answers our phones at Lawyerist, and my firm was a paying Ruby customer before that. Here's what I love about Ruby. When I'm in the middle of something, I hate to be interrupted, so when the phone rings, it annoys me, and that often carries over into the conversation I have after I pick up the phone, which is why I'm better off not answering my own phone. Instead, Ruby answers the phone, and if the person on the other end asks for me, a friendly, cheerful receptionist from Ruby calls me and asks if I want them to put the call through. It's a buffer that gives me a minute to let go of my annoyance and be a better human being during the call. If you want to be a better human being on the phone, give Ruby a try. Go to callruby.com slash lawyerist to sign up, and Ruby will waive the $95 setup fee. If you aren't happy with Ruby for any reason, you can get your money back during your first three weeks. I'm pretty sure you'll stick around, but since there is no risk, you might as well try. Spotlight Branding is an internet marketing company that doesn't suck. Most solo and small firm lawyers have had at least one truly miserable experience with a web designer or internet marketing company. So if the idea of launching a new website for your law firm makes you queasy, they get it. Spotlight Branding prides itself on excellent communication with its clients, being responsive, professional, respectful, and delivering what it tells you it's going to deliver. Spotlight Branding works exclusively with solo and small law firms. Services include law firm website design, 
email newsletter management, social media marketing, and more, all designed to make your law practice more profitable. And Spotlight Branding is currently offering a free gift to our listeners. Simply text the word WEBSITE to 66866 and receive their free website appraisal worksheet, an easy way to evaluate your web presence, identify what's working, and spot opportunities to improve. I know a lawyer who has a very traditional practice, litigation practice, um, who almost never sits down at a computer anymore because the Microsoft Word app is awesome. Oh, yeah. And um, it does, you can't really do sophisticated styles on it, which drives me crazy, but, um, but you can get around it and it works. And so, you know, he, he has a, key, a Bluetooth keyboard and he just takes his iPad around and that's how he drafts appellate briefs and, and summary right. judgment memoranda. And so it's obviously possible to just go laptopless or computerless and use an iPad. What motivated you to drop the iPad and just go to a phone? And how do you get all of that work done on just a phone? Uh, I wish it was like it. Well, nothing is normal. Uh, so I was at a, I was in Chicago for an ABA for law practice division. We had some reception and this was in September of 2016. And I, like an idiot, left my man purse with my iPad in it at, at the, the bar where we had this reception and just walked out without it. And so realized that, uh, Later that night, after got back and couldn't get you know a hold of anyone, and and so for about 24 hours until the bar opened up the next day, it was gone. And I assumed that somebody picked it up, even though it was kind of off in the corner, which is why I forgot it. Uh, I, I assumed it was gone, and so I was at this meeting all day, sitting there, you know, still paying attention in case people are listening to this, and <laughs> but also simultaneously thinking, it's like, oh well, crap, what am I going to do now? Do I go buy another iPad? Is this, you know, is this a chance to go buy the um, the MacBook, which I really like, the newest, uh, the little thin one, uh, which was about the size, it was about the size of the larger iPad Pro. Do I go that route? And then I thought, I was like, well, what if I just use my phone? I wonder how long I could get by with that. And so I sat there that day. Four o'clock comes around. We're done with this meeting. I go over to the bar. Of course, they had my iPad in, in my bag. Weirdly enough, the meatheads and other people that would that were at this bar otherwise didn't want a man purse. I don't understand why. <laughs> so apparently, it was, it was not their thing. And so the I got all of it back, and it was fine. I, even my like the pencil was in there, the Apple pencil, all of it was in there. And um, but then I was like, well, okay, fine. And then traveling home in the next couple of days, I thought I would just go a couple of days and just do my little experiment with my phone. Uh, because it, when you, th- you kind of think about the work you do and this, you know, I didn't mention this earlier, but I mean, think about like 90% of my day is communicating and yeah. whether it's using email, Slack, Hangouts, uh, FaceTime on the phone like this, what, that's most of what we do, which is also analogous to being a lawyer on the communication front. And but on that, like typing, I mean, how do you, I, I, my fingers are, are how I do most of that communication. Do you, do you dictate just a lot or do you only do short communications or how do you, how do you, how do you communicate? I'd say all of the above. So I like voice to text. And so I will use the iPhone built in voice to text for quicker communications. Um, 
if it makes sense. I'm, I'm still not comfortable with this whole talking to yourself in public thing. I just, I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I try to every so often if I'm in the airport, but, um, but I'm like, all right, fine. I'm talking to Siri here, even though there's other humans around and airport connectivity is so awful that it ends up getting, I'm sorry, I'm not available. It's like, come on. I was yeah, just I trying to too. talk to myself, right? Yeah. I was trying to go outside my comfort zone and you ruined it, Siri. <laughs> But I do, you know, going to your short messages comment, like that, it helps if you're, if you're typing it out manually, which I'm quick at with, you know, on the phone, it helps condense your messages. And then, um, for longer form articles or whatever, I just, I did this with a a blog post this morning. Um, I'll use Dragon Anywhere, Mm -hmm. which is the iOS version of, nuances dragon software and yeah that's quite good and you can when you use ios uh voice to text it will cut you off after a period of time i don't know how it decides when to cut you off but with dragon you can talk for 15 or 20 minutes and um and yeah just keep going and so that that's useful uh, and i i was doing that even when i was using an ipad and a computer because that's how i write so this kind of goes back to your style. Like I, even when I was practicing law, I was better off, you know, you know, getting out a spoken version with dictation first on a brief or whatever I was writing, because I could get the thoughts out of my head as opposed to sitting there staring at the screen saying, all right, what's my first sentence? This, I would just get it out and then I could edit it. And so I've, I've kept that going over the years. Well, that's interesting. I, I've, I don't mind uh, speech recognition works fine for me. I've never been much of like an actual dictator, <laughs> dictator. Uh, but but I but I I type so fast and and I like typing and I I have a hard time getting my head around um, thinking through uh, what I'm writing without without a keyboard. Like I can imagine if I were trying to live through an iPhone, um, I would probably carry around a Bluetooth keyboard uh, and then use it with my iPhone, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny about a couple of weeks ago, I pulled out, uh, I've got a couple Bluetooth keyboards that, that I got out for that purpose. And then mm-hmm. I just didn't need them. I wasn't using them. And I was just, just as efficient. And that, that was one of my, uh, and that actually caused me to get out my iPad. And it's like, okay, am I screwing up efficiency time here? And really, and spend a little bit of time kind of you know, doing different tasks. Like I'm just as fast with my phone yeah. as I am with a keyboard and an iPad. You know, going to one of your comments about the kind of the organization. If if you're just using a phone, that's where I do you know, carry around a notebook that where I'll throw down an outline. If I have if it's something longer, uh, take notes on that. It's kind of become my second screen in a way, uh, so that. If I am drafting a longer blog post or something, I'll outline it first that way. And that way I can look at that while I'm doing voice to text. Sometimes I'll actually write the whole thing out longhand and then you're reading it in voice to text is a piece of cake. Right. Uh, so, exactly. Okay. Yep. So uh, everybody who does something, uh, well, anybody who owns technology has a few gripes. So list your gripes for me. What what doesn't work about living with just an iPhone? Uh, what doesn't? Or what, or what do you... Dr- just desperately wish Apple would change about the iPhone so that you could you could work more efficiently with it. I am looking forward to kind of a more robust Siri option. I've tested out all whether it's the 
Google's version, uh, Cortana, Microsoft's, uh, there's that one hound. I don't know if it's even still around. It's like a third party Siri. I've tried all those. Uh, but I even, I have a, what is it? Amazon Echo thing on my desk here. And I was going to call it Alexis and then I realized it would turn it on. But the, <laughs> even with that, I'm not, it gets like, oh, well, that'd be a nice supplement to my phone that there's got to be something else. And I don't use it because the phone's doing what I need. So if we could kind of step up the, the you know i'm looking forward to when you know siri is also more proactive even though it already is now in a lot of ways that maybe people don't realize that while it doesn't have the you know, official kind of siri label on it there's a lot that the phone does that is you know, where it's learning for example i've got the feature turned on so that if i do have my airpods in it will announce to me who's calling gotcha and it will do that even if I don't have the contact in, it's going in and looking at my email and saying, well, this is probably who it is. And so there's that, a lot of that's already happening already by using the device and it's learning behavior. But so I'm looking forward to that kind of stepping up its game even more so. Very cool. Um, so what, what other things are essential to making this work for you? I mean, I know that you were big on fancy hands before, which is a kind of a one at a time uh, outsourcing service that will, you can tell, ask that fancy hands to go buy flowers for your wife or, you know, book a hotel for you or all kinds of other things. Um, what other services or apps are essential for you to function with just your iPhone? So I have, have many issues, but one of them is that I kind of bounce between apps trying to find that best solution that's out there. And I'm one of those people that will leave, you know, six or seven email apps in a folder on a second or third screen of the phone and wait for that update <laughs> to come through. And like, oh, finally, now I'm going to use this again. And actually this past weekend, I found the, the, the ultimate nerd thing, but I decided to wipe my phone clean and start over because I felt like it was... Oh, I do that it, sometimes too. You, okay, good. All right, so I'm not the only <laughs> yeah. one. Okay, good. Okay, good. No, I totally and do that. Because the... Like, the native Apple apps are really good. I really, they actually do what I need. Mm -hmm. And I just get sucked into these other third party types of apps. So I decided this week and I was like, screw it. I'm just going to delete everything off the phone. And I went through the list of previously downloaded apps and really like, was really critical of, do I really need this one? And like down to things like absurd, like, do I need, you know, the extra weather apps or is what's on the phone good enough? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and it is, so I'm going to use that. And so I really kind of minimized that. And so I'm looking at my, my phone home screen right now and it's, you know, it has the default calendar mail, uh, notes. Um, I am trying to, not be as gross. So I'm using the lose it app. So that's sitting there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, some social media apps, but I guess the one thing that if you're going device only, you still have to you know, handle the paper side of things. And yep. so with my notebook, if I want to digitize some of those notes, I was using Evernote for a while and they rolled out the new redesigned iOS version and it was still, 
really slow for me. So I kind of I got rid of that. It's gotten worse somehow. I I love. I'm so dead. I'm so devoted to Evernote, but the the new the redesign is crashes all the time. It's slow. It's uh. So so what are you using instead? I'm just using regular notes. I'm using Scanner Pro, and so I use that, and then I have. a couple little, I don't know what, whatever they label, ways to automate. So if it's um, receipts, I've got certain you know automations for that, and and different things to upload to Google Drive, which is what we use at, at Curo. And then um, I've got my scan snap still. So if it's something larger, I can just scan directly onto the phone. But other than that, it's like I'm just using in the dictation app, the Dragon Anywhere. That's really got me covered at this point. Wow, so you're uh, you're both you're minimal in the sense of not using a computer or iPad, and minimal in the sense of um, of what you actually put on your phone. So, be honest. Uh, when's the last time you used a computer? Um, I used a computer when I was down in Miami um, for ABA mid year. I had to use a computer. What was that for? <laughs> oh, for a presentation. It was for a presentation. Oh, to, I was to actually um, give your presentation. To give the pre- yeah, because it was um, I was as part of the presentation was was showing um, Blueprint and Law Hub, which are both web based applications. I was showing those live as part of a Center for Innovation presentation, and that's not. You know, I I would normally just plug my phone in. And then I can use my watch to control the slide deck <laughs> if I'm going to do it. Um, right. I know That's, there's another layer of problems there, but because I was effectively demoing those or showing like actually showing them, you know, live, I needed to use a keyboard or a, uh, a computer. So not only was it not a Mac, it was a PC. So I felt like I was trying to learn a foreign language again <laughs> It was like I was trying to learn Spanish from back in undergrad, like you know, and trying to figure out like, like how do I, how do I even log in? I feel yeah. like I'm going to give you a pass on this one because you weren't actually using it to do anything yourself, and you were just, um, yeah. So I'm, I think I'm going to give you a pass on that. Oh, okay. When's right. the last time you used an iPad? Um, besides the screwing around with it a couple weeks ago, it was probably a month and a half ago, and he may give me a pass on this one too because. Um, I was doing a webinar, um, which ABA has Beacon Live as their slide tool, and I had to call in with my phone. And so I was debating whether to just use my phone to adjust the slides. It was, I could, I figured, I tried it and I could do it, but I decided I'd be a real jerk if all of a sudden my phone crashed and I was disconnected both on the slides and my phone just for trying to do the experiment. Yeah. So I got out my iPad and I used, I, I, I was like, eh, that would be kind of jerky. It's like, why'd you disappear during it? Oh, I was just using my phone and that's what <laughs> happened. So, Sorry. I mean, so, okay. So you're, you are legitimately living the computerless life. So September when I ditched it wow. is the, like the true, like work on, I even tried, gosh, when was it? It was probably back in, it was right after I tried this, started doing this in early October I needed to deal with a large spreadsheet and I had had fancy hands convert some PDFs into spreadsheets and I needed to deal with those, but I was experimenting between the iPad and my iPhone and I was just, it wasn't overly complicated. So I was just doing it. I just ended up doing it on my phone. So I tried, but I didn't need to. (laughs) 
Well, Chad Burton, thank you for visiting us from the future. That's right. I have to get back in my glory. And live the life yeah. without computers. That's right. Climb back into your time machine, and uh, and I hope to talk to you at some point in the future. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Make sure to catch next week's episode of the Lawyerist Podcast. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit lawyerist.com slash podcast or legaltalknetwork.com. You can subscribe via iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Both Lawyerist and the Legal Talk Network can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and you can download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play or iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network. Nothing said during this podcast is legal advice.